that scare you? Yes. Did that scare you? Except scary quieter. Good evening, folks. Welcome to the Fitchburg Public Schools regular school committee meeting, November 20th, 2023. Uh, no need for executive session at this time. Dr. Knight, if you would lead us in the salute to the flag. Thank you. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, no need for executive session at this time. School committee members and student report. School committee chair report. Nothing to report at this time. Resource committee. Uh, resource committee. Uh, I do not have the notes yet from uh, the secretary, but uh, we did meet this past uh, week, and I don't know if there's anything, uh, Mr. Roach, that was outstanding that. You might mention. No. Um, I don't think so. I think no. we have a number. We have several topics on there that we'll review tonight, yeah. and donations and, and that type of thing. So, I think um, we can move forward. Okay. Any questions, concerns, comments? Seeing none. School building needs, Mr. Stevens. Uh, school building needs. Uh, again, the same thing. But we did meet, and a uh, couple of things I I do remember that uh, the. Windows are all finished at uh, Lonjo, uh, and we were glad to get that done. We also had an update on uh, an opening for two custodians in the system, so people out there watching, uh, we're still looking to hire. So, uh, uh, and there were things on enrollment. Our enrollment was 53.62, and when we passed our policy on uh, kindergarten starting school, we gained six new students uh, when we did that. Uh, there were 192 immigrants in our system now, and 96 came this summer, which gave us a total of uh, 5362. Those are all I have in my notes. Any questions? Concerns, comments, seeing none. Policy Committee, uh, Chairman Horgan is not with us at this time. Student Support Committee. Nothing to report, Mr. Mayor. All right. Any questions? To the chair. No, seeing none. School Personnel Committee, that would be me, and, and there's nothing to report at this time. Or Executive Committee. Student Representative. Thank you. Good evening, fellow school committee members. It is so great to be with you all again today. The Thanksgiving game is coming up, and to start off the countdown, FHS started the Thanksgiving food drive, which began on November 7th and ends tomorrow, November 21st. Fitchburg High Class of 24 has also been selling t-shirts along with Lemonster for the Thanksgiving coming up this Wednesday. And MCAS retesting started last week for our students who had not passed English or math MCAS. Seven FHS students were also able to have a sit-down with the superintendent and answer the questions he had for us about our school and district overall. <coughs> Goodrich Academy had an amazing turnout for their open house in which 86% of families attended. Their new trimester starts on November 27th. For anyone watching who is interested in Goodrich High, please call them to schedule a meeting. Memorial Middle School participated in a super a student superintendent forum where they also got to chat with the superintendent about their school and any issues they are having. Eighth grade students are starting up their Pathways Generation Citizen Civic Project and have decided on having a supply drive for local animal shelters. 
Seventh grade students at Longshore Middle School are also having a field trip to Amherst College next week and recently just had their fall school-wide dance this past week, which is a great success as well. Thank you. Any questions? Seeing none, I also want to take a moment to mention that Representative Kushmerick is joining us this evening. Thank you, Representative, along with uh, Beth Walsh from Senator Cronin's office. Thank you. Uh, approval of the minutes of the previous school committee meeting of November 6, 2023. So moved. Second. Motion made. Second. Seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed, these unanimous. Thank you. Communications. I don't. I don't believe this. Is there anyone? I don't believe there's anyone wishing to make a communication or public comment. Anyone wishing to make a public comment? Thank you. Moving on, superintendent's report. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, before we jump into the agenda for this evening, I'd like to recognize someone in the audience this evening. Um, our newly, newly elected um, school committee member, Deb Jeffries, is here. Deb Jeffries, congratulations on being elected. Yeah, our condolences, Deb. I mean, congratulations. I'm sorry. I always get that wrong. I... <laughs> Deb, is there anything you'd like to say? I'm sorry. All right, let's dive into our first agenda item. Tonight, we have Representative Michael Kuzmerich and Beth Walsh from Senator Cronin's office uh, with us this evening to recognize one of our staff members who is a recipient of the Latino Education Award. Come on up. Uh, Mr. Mayor, Superintendent, Administration, uh, school committee members, uh, thank you uh, for taking us out of turn uh, and for giving us this opportunity to recognize uh, truly uh, one of your own and, and uh, one of your absolute uh, best in our school system. Uh, each year, uh, Latinos for Education, a statewide advocacy group, uh, puts out a call for nominations to recognize 200 uh, of the most talented, gifted, uh, and dedicated Latino educators across the Commonwealth. Uh, and this year, uh, when reaching out to the administration uh, for potential nominees, they came back with a unanimous and resounding uh, selection uh, of Millette Rosa. And reading the bio, I, I was just absolutely struck uh, and amazed uh, by somebody who was willing to go just above and beyond uh, to serve our students. Uh, someone who uh, uses her bilingual skills and gifts to help bridge uh, the gap between uh, the newest students in our school districts, uh, our, our immigrant students and those uh, English language learners, those uh, who may, maybe need a little extra uh, help uh, bridging the divide between uh, home and school. Uh, she goes above and beyond uh, each and every day uh, she works. Uh, later hours uh, than would typically be required or even asked, um, and, and she does it uh, with satisfaction, and she does it to, to help students, um, and she does it to, to, to help transform lives uh, and families. And if that's not the composition and the makeup of a truly gifted uh, educator and somebody who is truly um, dedicated to their profession uh, and just, just understands what it takes 
uh, to get students over the finish line. I don't know um, who is uh, better qualified to be recognized. Uh, so uh, both Senator Cronin and I have uh, citations from the Commonwealth uh, for you. So I'd, I'd like to welcome you up here and then Here's, here's the awkward part where we get to read about you. Um, <laughs> uh, and so I have a citation, and then I'm going to turn this over to Beth Walsh, and then we'll turn it over to you. All right. So I have from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, the House of Representatives, be it hereby known to all that the Massachusetts House of Representatives offers its sincerest congratulations to Millette Rosa in recognition of your outstanding work as McKay Elementary School, uh, at McKay Elementary School, excuse me, and being recognized as the third Worcester District's Latino Educator of 2023. The entire membership extends its very best wishes and expresses the hope for future good fortune and continued success in all endeavors. Given this 20th day of November 2023, this was issued at the State House in Boston, Massachusetts, signed by Ronald Mariano, Speaker of the Massachusetts House, and offered by myself. Congratulations. Thank you. Next, I'll welcome Beth Walsh from Senator Cronin's office. Representative Kishmerick, um, if Senator Cronin were here, he would, he would want me to congratulate you on your amazing contributions to all of your students. Um, as Representative Kushmerick said, you go above and beyond every single day, and I know it's because of the love that you have for the students and for teaching. So on behalf of Senator Cronin, um, this is a, a citation from the State Senate. Be it known that the Massachusetts Senate hereby extends its congratulations to Millette Rosa in recognition of the joyous occasion of being named the Latinos for Education Exceptional Latino Education Educator Honoree, and be it further known that the Massachusetts Senate extends its best wishes for continued success that this citation be duly signed by the President of the Senate and attested to in a copy thereof transmitted by the Clerk of the Senate signed by President of the Senate, Karen Spilka, and offered by State Senator John J. Cohn. Thank you. you like to? I'm just truly honored to have received this um, award today. Um, my passion is teaching, and I will continue to do what I have done for the last 20 plus years with my students and any student, all the students in the, the district I obviously deserve um, to be recognized as students that need to be loved and cared for. And teaching is something that I will forever do. And I am very grateful to be considered. Thank you so much. <laughs> Mayor and Superintendent, if you yeah, wouldn't sure. mind yes. coming around. And I have to say, not only with humility, uh, but a, a single mom of three children, breast cancer survivor. I mean, I, th I think that on those merits alone, you deserve an award. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, maybe we'll go.
Thank you, Ms. Rosa. We appreciate all that you do for our students every day. May, may I say a comment? It's uh, uh, Merrick and, and Beth. Uh, it's so nice to see you here. You lift us up. You round out it out. You know, we have uh, we have citizens. We have uh, voted in members and uh, students, and and we have uh, local officials. So it's really nice. Visit us more often. I would I'd love to see you. Felicidades, Ms. Rosa. Any other questions? All right, moving on. So next item is the Better Together Summit. On Thursday, October 26th, a group of Fitchburg parents, home liaisons, and administrators attended the Better Together Summit in Marlboro, Mass. The Better Together Summit is designed to give family members and educators an opportunity to share ideas about school success, and how to make our educational environments a better experience for students and families. This evening, we have Ms. Eva Kelly and Ms. Luisa Fernandez here um, with a group of parents to tell us about the Better Together, uh, better together Summit. Come on up, Mrs. Uh, Kelly and Luisa is not coming up. She doesn't want to come up. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, you have to come up. All right. You have to come up. Uh, we wanted to share this wonderful summit. Luisa. And you have to come up. To. Line up. That's right. We want to do all we can so, to embarrass you, so just get up there. You're not getting away with that. All right. We just wanted to share this wonderful event with you all. This is the second year that the Pittsburgh Public Schools has sent a group of um, staff and parents to the summit. Um, it's sponsored by the Department of Education. Um, interim Assistant Superintendent Cologne and I were able to present to other superintendents about the journey Fitchburg Public Schools has had in our uh, development of our family engagement program. And as we know, Louisa is a key part of that. So she was able to talk some families into coming, some parents. Do you want to introduce our families that are here? Sure. <laughs> yeah. sure. I drove all the way there in the minivan with them, with the parents and some staff members. So we have Macy Castillo here today. Come, Macy. She wants to say a few words. Asking her to become a paraprofessional. She's taking our English classes as well, so she's gonna talk about her experience. Hello, nice to meet you. Hello. Hello. First, I want to say that I am a student from Fitchburg Public School in ESL program. And sometimes when I'm speaking English, I feel nervous. <laughs> but uh, this night, I want to say thank you for the opportunity to participate in Better Together Conference because for me, it was an amazing um, opportunity to learn about research, education, family in school together, things. Um, I think that it's very important to have more space like that because it is important to me, like mom, to improve, to help my <laughs> children. And thanks, Luisa, because does an amazing work at connecting, helping, and motivating people like me. And always, I'm very grateful. Thanks so much. Thank Sorry you. about my new group. <laughs> 
Uh, and now we have done Prince. Yeah, she uh, came with us too. <laughs> Thank you, Dan, for coming tonight. <laughs> That's right, grab her. That's right. Get her up there. Hi, I'm Don Prince. Um, I am very thankful to be chosen to go to this this conference. Um, it was very um, enjoyable and learning a very good learning experience. Excuse me, my nose. Um, I enjoyed it and I learned a few things that was, um, and I was introduced to many different people there, uh, other families, other in educators. Um, and I did take two, co two of the seminars there. Um, one was for the Google platform and learning that our schools currently use the Google platform and um, I think that's a very wonderful program to have. Um, I know that my three children love it. <laughs> um, the other is that I took the seminar on family engagement and this was the most interesting one. Learning from most families that were in attendance, the biggest need is the language barrier which um, parents in the schools, language barrier in the parents in the school system. Um, I am thankful that there was a woman there who could translate for me because I do not speak Spanish. And the majority of them were Spanish who, who were in this family um, seminar. And a lot of the parents stated that their children who have this learning, you know, the language gap, um, are normally put in a corner with headphones to learn separately from the other children that are there. And I am happy and proud that Fitchburg Public Schools does not do that. Um, so that was nice to hear and nice to know that our school system didn't do that. And the families also stated that they were very thankful for the programs for the food, for the free breakfast, lunch, and sometimes dinner. Um, for the programs, and I wanted to make sure the nutritionist staff at the Fitchburg Public Schools is thanked and know that we all appreciate them. Great. <sighs> Sorry, I just sent this email. Mr. Thompson knows it. <laughs> and it's hard, I'm trying to cut it down. Um, I also learned a lot in the point of, I learned that I wanted to take after doing these, I wanted to take a grant program, grant writing program, um, which Ms. Louisa hooked me up and I took one class already, um, as well as going, talking with the, I don't remember what she, what she would be called, but the teacher who taught, who taught the Google platform said that since I know computers and I'm well with them, that I should possibly go for a Google certification. Uh, class, and um, that is what I learned and what I plan to do. And I'm very thankful that everybody had me go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <clears throat> Any questions about the summit? I just want to say I want to thank both of you, both parents, and the other ones who attended to take the time to participate in, in, in an event that I think is very, obviously, very beneficial to you and I'm sure all the other parents. And to see, in some ways, learn about what some children go through and 
in a classroom because of a, of a language barrier. And I'm, I'm glad that uh, uh, Eva and Louisa were able to uh, recruit some of you to go to this event. And obviously, it looks like you both benefited from being there. So thanks for being involved. Um, if I'd like to just add something, just another angle slant at uh, what we just experienced. Your parent, you being parents of uh, students in the public schools, uh, we here represent you. We, uh, and it's, it's a pleasure to hear you rather than hearing about you. So <coughs> very glad that you came up and participated. We need to see you. We need to hear you and, uh, I, and admire you and, and work with you, okay? Thank you. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thank you as well for taking time out of your busy schedules and uh, to make it a priority because uh, there's a lot of things going on. So to make that make this a priority to be able to <clears throat> not only uh, be so educated but to expose yourself to uh, new ideas and and, and uh, new resources. So I just want to say thank you because I'm sure that you'll be able to share that with other parents. And that's how things grow. That's how things happen. That's how a team is built. That's how a community is built. When we share information with each other and all of us begin to grow together. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Okay. I just want to say, I thought that you, the last speaker, was a native Spanish speaker. And I said, boy, she really learned a lot. Her English is beautiful. <laughs> So this is Mr. Eric Bumwe. Did I say that correctly? Tell me. You should, how did I say it? <laughs> he also attended the conference and he'd like to share his thoughts about it with you. Good evening, Good evening, school committee members, and thanks for having me. I uh, appreciate uh, Louisa for inviting me uh, to the meeting. Um, I was part of uh, the Better Together Summit, uh, and again, I appreciate her for the transportation. That was very helpful. I didn't have to worry myself to bring myself to, to Marlboro. She had the transportation for parents that were available to go to the summit. And um, I really uh, like the Parent Engagement Summit. It provided a good platform uh, for parents who uh, the school uh, members know better than I do, that they are members, uh, they are partners in educating your children. Um, um, so it was great being there and see how different ways in which you can change the mentality of parents or get uh, families more involved in, um, in school education. And I think, um, I learned very lot of it. I take one example for well, the, one of the seminars uh, uh, that I attended, which was more about equity imperative or uh, learning how to accommodate a different uh, views or different uh, backgrounds. And in this, which I think of my own feedback, which is highly diverse, and how uh, diversity helps uh, in the school milieu in increasing um, school um, 
a success rate in um, going into universities, the percentage of students that go into universities, how it's important to make our milieu uh, more, more diverse because teachers like me do really make a difference when uh, students see teachers like me and uh, the, the, uh, their performance gets uh, much, much better. So I think uh, this was, um, for me, um, a great seminar and uh, something uh, I would say DSE did a very great, great job uh, to bring uh, parents together for that, and I, I, I was very happy to, to attend the seminar. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you as well, sir, for attending uh, the, the conference and taking time out of your busy schedule to go to be a part of this you know, great event. So I appreciate you, and I appreciate you making a sacrifice to be a part of the team. Thank you. By the way, you got to show everybody your shoes. <laughs> oh, see this guy's shoes? Get up. You got to show him your shoes. Come on. You got to tell him. Those are wild, man. I love those. Really? Nice job. Where'd you get those? See me after. I don't know where you got those. All right. <laughs> um, you may yeah. get that. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. All right, moving on. Um, next, I'd like to invite uh, Miss Dawn Marshall from the high school <coughs> and her students to come up to talk about the robotics competition that will be held in Connecticut. Uh, school committee members, hi. Um, Dawn Marshall, I'm a teacher at, uh, at Fitchburg High. I teach the uh, competitive honors robotics uh, team class. It's a full year class. I got some representatives here. Um, uh, Mr. Roach, we started this 10 years ago. Yeah. Anyway, wow. um, so we started off with a VEX robotics platform, and now we're moving on to aerial competition, drone competitions. Hmm. So um, there's only one event in, in southern New England, and that's in Connecticut. And uh, we have four teams made up of the existing six teams of the VEX robotics platform, and we're eager to go and give it a try. <laughs> okay. um, but anyone like... Is there any questions? Uh, you you were the class that the prior the previous lieutenant governor, yes, Polito, came, in visit, yep. came into your class. I remember that. Yeah, a different uh, stage that was for the um, okay. What is it? Uh, the manufacturing career pathways. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Grants. Yeah, yep. so yeah. And that's that's going strong as well. So we're getting, okay. we're getting organized for that's that. That's great. Um, but that's a little different than the robotics. The robotics isn't in that platform. Isn't in that. Okay. But I mean, you guys aren't doing like the battle bots thing, right? Uh, uh, oh, they'd like but you to. could if you wanted to, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, this high-level stuff. I mean, you know. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's basically the same platform as what we've been doing now. Um, each competition is made up of different uh, combinations of teams that come together for the event. Either you're on a blue team or a red team, and you're paired up with anyone who's any team that's there randomly. So you have to communicate with other team that, with, the, with your team that you don't know to figure out the strategy for that two-minute uh, competition. Uh, you also need to program your robot for a 15-second autonomous period where you don't have control of it. So it's this programming involved. Um, yeah. So um, I like the, it's a great platform and great great class for anyone who wants to get into engineering, into robotics. It, it, committee meetings. <laughs> you have to go to funding. You have to get a, a hold of. Um, of course, working with your team, 
uh, they, they can talk about that. We just came off of a, um, a very disappointing competition <laughs> on, uh, on Saturday, but that we just weren't prepared enough. We didn't, you know, so they, I think they learned a lot out of that. Um, I have three questions. Yep. Are you going to give a demonstration tonight? <laughs> Next time we have to request something. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure how many kids would, would be able to show up. Uh, second question is, what are the young people's names, and what grade are they in? What oh, year are they in? I'll let them introduce themselves, and they can, they can tell you why they're in the class. My name is Dylan Vu, and I just want to say that this is probably one of my most favorite class I've ever attended. <laughs> I feel like... It really, it really built, it really built the way I think, cause it's really, it's a really new environment where I had to use my hands, communicate with a team, and really get involved with, like mashing these things together and hoping it works together. Even, even when you fail, you just get back up. Like this Saturday, um, we, we went, we had, we had zero wins and six losses, but I feel like this was a really great growing experience for me, cause it really showed me how amazing these other people are and how I can learn from them and improve my robot. I really love this class. And well said. Very, very well said. Awesome. Hope, it's terrific. I hope we can just <clears throat> like build it more, especially at my school. There's, we don't have a big community there, but I wish we do, so it would be more fun for everyone. Do you need something? Is there something that is there something that you need? Do we, any help of any kind? Huh? Space. Space. Uh, Mr. Roach probably remember that, but well, it must have been 10 years ago, we presentation was made at Memorial, and uh, the kids did do a demonstration. Like Mrs. Reynolds <laughs> asked, you remember that? Yes. Yeah, they did do. Now we're going to the aerial drones. So they're just little drones that fly around the same thing. Not as much building, but more teamwork and more programming involved instead of the, the actual mechanical engineering. So a different platform for different students who like different things. If we can do to help, please ask. You know, yes, yes. Ask, uh, We've had some pretty good funding for a number of years. We had a nice grant come in this past summer, so we kind of I think we're all set right now, but, but the I'll keep people? you in mind. <laughs> the other young people introduce okay. themselves? My name is Gabriela Liotta, and I'm in the 11th grade. I'm a junior. And the reason I took this class was just because I wanted to get a better understanding of STEM or just a base to learn off to create a career in STEM. And it's been really helpful because we've been learning a lot about teamwork. We've been learning a lot about coding. We've been learning about all that kind of stuff that would really help in a career if I really wanted to go into engineering. Great. My name is Alexander Fay, and I also, of course, want to get into engineering in the future, I hope to go to some sort of technical school. Um, and I actually wasn't able to get this class initially, but I wanted it so much that I actually signed up to do independent study for it. Uh, so even though I don't really have official, like, direct instruction or, like, classmates, like, around me, I think I still do pretty well on my own. <laughs> um, but I really like the class. I think it's a great way to improve your engineering skill. And a large part of many engineering jobs is how well you can do things. So I think it's really good experience for a future job that I have. Mr. Marshall, how many, how many in the class? Right now, 
12. Are you limited? You must be limited, right, yeah. as to how many you can have? is an independent study. He's, he's not even with us during that time. So, so yeah, yeah. So you probably got more kids that want to be in that, that you can't fit in. I'd like to think. Yeah. Um, but it, I, I vet all the students who are in because it yeah. costs money. <laughs> it costs money for registration for uh, teams. It costs, a, we got six teams. We got 10 teams if we count them all together. So it costs money for the teams. It costs money to register for each event. Um, it costs money for the equipment. What kind of, what kind of money? What kind of money? We got the van. I drove that the other day. Yes, the van helps. Great. My, my truck has better suspension. That's okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, uh, what does it cost? $70 per event. So I got six teams doing the math in my head, you know. Yeah. But we don't have a bus to pay for anymore, which it was kind of sound like it's overly uh, burdensome. I mean, not for you. Please, we only got, we only please got, ask this guy right here. <laughs> I've had very good support, and we I told I told Mr. Roach when he started it that it was going to yeah cost money. So we want to find kids. That's right. This is important. Sure. And it takes yeah. a while to get to this point, and it's a very diverse team. We've got uh, we, we've got ten from a lot of cultures. <laughs> you know, so. Okay. The, um, I just want to comment because the enthusiasm of these students is unusual, but it's what I would expect of of. Uh, uh, people seeking a fine education. They, they like to verbalize and they're excited about it. Yeah. We need this. We need this. So these, these gentlemen are saying ask. So don't hesitate to ask for space and money. Space and money. Look at that. I don't know how we're going to solve the space problem, but, but certainly we've had great support financially lately, so it's, it's been very good. We've got, well, we got a couple of POs that I'm waiting to get through right now, but I think that's just needs to prove. I don't know. Did you see them? I did not. I'm sure we'll check tomorrow. I'm going to ask them what plant they should come out of. So okay. I don't know. Oh, yeah. so <laughs> I, I just want to say uh, thank you for leading the way uh, in this particular project. But I'm so excited to hear the energy and the enthusiasm from the students uh, because that means that they have bought in, they have committed themselves to uh, being active participants. And something that's constructive, and they already <clears throat> they already have made up their mind they want to go this track in terms of a career. So that means that they're doing some research on their own. So it has to start somewhere. And I want to say I thank you. This is why we do what we do. This is why we do what we do because we we want to make sure that our our kids have an opportunity for exposure. Now they they started a small level, and I like the young man that said, yeah, they they lost six events or whatever on Saturday, but it taught him something. So now he's passionate about going to the next level, you know, so that kind of, that kind of passion will spill off until some, some schoolmates of yours. They see your energy and they see your enthusiasm. You know, what is that you're so excited about? Then you bring them with you and then we present a problem for Mr. Roach and Mr. Thompson to fund. You got 50 kids now that want to join this unique program. Yeah. And so I really, really appreciate you, Ms. Marshall, and, 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 and your leadership and and guidance on this, but to the students, thank you. You know, hang in there. It's, you know what I mean? I'm really, really excited. I can't wait. I w can't wait for a demonstration as well. I was like, uh, the mayor, I want to see you like the, those robots be beating up each other. That's what you <laughs> thinking about bringing a drone. But really oh, okay. okay. <laughs> we can get you back here. We'll schedule you in a couple months to come back. We'll be better by then. We'll have All something. Right. Another question? Awesome. I just want to say, I mean, obviously what you're interested in is, is the robotics part and the, the, the engineering, but all of you, in, including M Ms. Marshall, there are other skills that you're 
learning that will be applicable in almost any field, being able to communicate, uh, tell what your plan is. The, the fact that you, you work up with other people who you meet for the first time to, to do something, to solve something, to, to be able to state your case and realize that, well, maybe her case is better than mine, so let's go that way and get this done because you have a, a deadline to meet. I think all things that are applicable in life and in a career. And what you said, the woman sitting in the back row, her shirt says, take chances, make mistakes. <laughs> and as you said, that's, that's how you learn. And I, I remember hearing an interview, um, Michaela Schifrin, who's a World Cup skier, and she was expected to do really well in the last Olympics, and for a number of reasons, she didn't do well at all. And the thing I remember from her, from her interview she said, just because you fail doesn't mean you're a failure. <coughs> and she now holds the record for men and women winning most World Cup ski tournaments. And she's still skiing. And I'm really proud of all of you and your classmates of what you want to accomplish and wish you the very best when you head down to Connecticut. I know you will represent Fitchburg very, very well. Thank you very much. Let us know how you do. Yes. 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 <coughs> We won't tell you about the Well, we told you about the <laughs> We'll sign another picture. So we're approved? And that will come out tonight yeah. for approval, unless you want to yeah, approve it now. Take you that out of order. Now? You want to do that now? Yeah. Uh, Make a motion to approve uh, action item 23-323, approve the superintendent's recommendation to allow Fitchburg High School students to attend a robotics competition in Connecticut. Second. Right. Motion made and seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed is unanimous. All right. Congratulations. Go get them. Thank you. All right. All right. I gotta get them to school tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's a school night. Time to go home. <laughs> Thank right, you, Don. <clears throat> All right. Moving. Oh. But get a picture. Real quick. Bye. All right, moving on to the next item. On Wednesday, November 8th to Friday, November 10th, Mr. Stevens and I attended the Mass Association of School Committees and Mass Association of School Superintendents Annual Joint Conference um, in the Cape. Uh, during the conference, uh, I attended several uh, sessions um, about science of reading, chapter 70 state funding for public education, communicating your district strategic plan to stakeholders, Medicaid cost-based reimbursement programs for school districts, long-term planning and for equity, and strategic communication. Also during the conference, I heard several transformative educators speak, such as Commissioner Jeff Riley, Massachusetts Secretary of Education Dr. Patrick Cutweiler, in addition to CEO of the Disruptive, Disruptive Equity Education Project, Dr. Darnissa Amante-Jackson. So I just wanted to thank the school committee for providing me and allowing me to attend the conference. Uh, I learned a lot. I was able to network with several other superintendents uh, that have similar demographics in addition to similar profiles as Fitchburg, um, and it was a very beneficial experience. Thank you so much. Uh, Mr. Stevens, would you like to add anything? Uh, I will, a couple of things. Uh, Ms. Sally Cragen, City Councilor, former uh, school committee member. Uh, I think this is about fourth year now 
uh, we presented a workshop on pet therapy. Uh, Fitchburg is the leader in pet therapy in schools in Massachusetts. We were the first, and still we're putting on workshops for other school districts uh, throughout the, uh, the Commonwealth. Um, so that went very well. And I attended many workshops, but all of the speakers that um, Mr. Thompson. But one of the things, uh, they, Mr. Hughes, a couple of years, a year ago, they nominated you to be the delegate. Well, I wish they had done it this year for you. Uh, because uh, it was almost four hours long, and there were eight resolutions, and uh, it was very, very interesting. Resolution number one was full funding, <coughs> full uh, stable funding for METCO. <coughs> The uh, second, that, and that passed. Resolution number two regarding investigation and recommendations for transportation bidding procedures, that passed. Resolution three on regional transportation failed. Uh, resolution four, diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, was tabled after that one probably went for two hours. Uh, Melrose has, um, a, a DEI program, and it's made up of a committee, which I sat in on, and uh, I liked it very much. The argument that was taking place in the delegates' meeting was whether to have a DEI person or DEI uh, committee or not to have a DEI uh, involved at <coughs> all. Some of your small communities, uh, they didn't see the need for it and uh, couldn't afford it. So that was quite contentious. And when you start getting amendments and amendments to the amendment uh, and people getting upset, it was, it was long. Uh, resolution five, Mass School Building Authority, uh, that resolution passed. Um, resolution school bus stop, armed surveillance act and enforcement penalty, that was tabled. Um, resolution seven uh, related to MCAST, that was tabled. And uh, Resolution 8, safe storage of firearms, that was passed. So the, uh, what the resolution committee and the delegates are, are voting on these resolutions for are people who go to the State House to try and get these resolutions made into law. So it was very interesting this year. Any questions? Any questions? Thank you. Thank you. All right, next item I'd like to bring up for discussion is the user fee for athletes. And I actually did not make um, an action item for uh, to vote on tonight, so we'll have to add that to the next um, school committee agenda for a vote. But a few weeks ago, Mr. Roach and I were meeting with Mr. Robbins, our new athletic director, and he um, has been going and reviewing all the policies related to the athletic department being a new uh, athletic director. And one of the things that he brought up was the um, charging of athletic fees to our students. Uh, so we went back and Mr. Roach and I did some homework and looked at exactly how much money are we bringing in as a district for fall, for winter, and for the spring season. And we went back and looked and we are only bringing in the students that actually are required to pay because of not some type of financial hardship um, is very small. So over the last few years, um, specifically last year, we only brought in $15,000.
So having that conversation, um, we went to resource subcommittee um, last week or the week before last week. to talk about this, um, and they voted to bring this to the school committee for discussion. Um, it is my recommendation as superintendent that we move forward with waiving the athletic fees for all students, um, especially in our district, having um, the needs of our students and families and uh, looking at what we've collected in the past, only $15,000, um, I feel this is something that we should move forward with doing. Mr. Hughes. Uh, quick question. The fees that are collected, do they go into a general fund or are they allocated for a specific line they, item? They go into the athletic revolving account. So I think to Superintendent Thompson's point, the timing is great. So first of all, I think if, if, we, if the school committee decides to waive the user fee um, process for, for student athletes, then we would be able to certainly utilize Student Opportunity Act funds. This is absolutely a Student Opportunity Act category or, or um, there's, there's 21 different items in Student Opportunity Act and adding and enhancing opportunities for students to participate in extracurriculars is one of them. And, and so the other timing factor that works out well is with the Crocker Field Project set to proceed, um, in the fall we'd be able to utilize the, the newly installed field for, for more practices, which would eliminate the need for us to contract with Game On, which we're currently doing. Just in the fall it was $18,000. So right there, it's almost a wash and a plus by removing what is still, I consider, to be potentially an obstacle for some students and families who might see that and say, you know what, I don't even, I'm not even going to bother to play. So you never pick them up in data points at all because the, the decision is made. There's a user fee. We can't do that. So I think, again, as 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 what I know the school committee has done over and over and over and over again is think about ways to equalize opportunities for every student. Again, whether you want to play a sport or not, that's really ultimately a decision made by someone, but I would hope that it's not made before they even step on a field because, oh, there's a use fee, I can't do it. So, so my other question, do you have documented numbers or information where a student says, oh, I, I'm not going to play because I don't have it? We, we don't have that. Hard That's something that we could possibly do a survey and Because I, I, I would like to, you know, at some point know the information before I say no fees. Because I think sometimes we underestimate, you know, as a community, who says, well, up, oh, it's a poor community, nobody's going to pay. You know, no, so if we say that and we wipe the responsibility out uh, uh, and not saying, okay, we're not going to say you pay 100 bucks, but maybe you can do 20, or a payment plan. You know, that certainly teach them about, you know, building credit or whatever, <laughs> some kind of teaching moment in there. But I, I, I definitely would caution, you know, us saying, you know what, we're 80% we're poor community, and we're just gonna wipe it out, and we're not just gonna charge anyone. I, don't, I, I would, you know, I would caution against that. And, and kind of, you know, maybe it's on a, a sliding scale, I don't know, something, something, Maybe we can brainstorm and figure out something, uh, but just wiping it out all completely—I uh, don't—I don't—I don't know about that right now. I don't know if I would support that. 
I guess I'm against uh, the user fees, and I think we, uh, I think we should uh, wipe them out completely. Uh, one of the things it showed when we went to the free lunch, uh, particularly at the high school level, uh, I forget the number now, but the count uh, jumped about 10% because people were not asking, high school kids were not asking for free and reduced lunch forms. They would not ask. But once everybody got it free, it increased by about 10%. Uh, the other thing is, uh, I don't think we, we should be trying to raise money to be paying for the police on Thanksgiving, the referees for basketball games or football games. And I've talked with uh, Mr. Roach extensively on this. I think, and I've been asking the athletic director for the last few years, and finally, we need an athletic budget. So we do not have to raise money to pay these fees. It should be all kids are entitled to these uh, extracurricular activities that we provide. And uh, it can be included right in our, our budget. And uh, there, there are monies that the, they raise for the revolving fund. And they could be used for unexpected expenditures, expenditures especially if our teams win um, tournaments or go to tournaments, something that comes up that we want to do. But we should have a school budget that supports everything that we need in uh, not asking people to be uh, coming up with extra money. That's, that's my feeling. Um, uh, I'd just like to ask, uh, are you speaking of each and every sport, uh, yes. boys and girls yes. sports? Yes. And then looking across at the other activities in the schools, is, it, is there a fee for music uh, instruments that kids use? Yeah, it would be all activities, Rosemary. All student activities would would. I think that would be not just, <laughs> not just sports. We should put yeah, I think this is budget. something our, our community can care for our, our children, you know? Yeah, we should have it yeah. in our budget that yeah. takes care of, you know, whether it's music. Because art, we've kind of prided ourselves in Fitchburg that we've kept up the arts yes. through thick and thin. And uh, it's uh, failed or, or, or not been as hardy in, in some places. But we've always know that's a, a, a important component to the children's education. So I think I would be in, from what I've heard so far, I think I would be in favor of that. Mr. Walsh. Um, as a member of the resource subcommittee, I, I do believe that that committee, the committee was in favor of eliminating the user fees Correct. for, for activities. Yeah. And, and I, I agree with Ms. Reynolds and Mr. Stevens. I think, although we don't have specific cases, I, I think anecdotally, anecdotically, there probably are students who don't want to ask for a waiver or uh, don't consider participating just because they don't want to have to ask their parents, do you have to come up with X amount of dollars? And I think it would be a good thing um, to not have that barrier there for students to be able to participate. And in light of what um, Mr. Thompson said, the amount of money that has been received and what would need to be offset by eliminating this isn't, isn't a large amount of money. And, um, and as Mr. Stevens said, there should be a budget and not have in essence, have student fees cover the cost for referees or officials or uh, transportation. So I, I would be in favor of this when it comes up before the entire school committee. Use to use? Uh, again, I would, um, 
I would agree with you, uh, with my colleagues, if the superintendent and his staff can present that it's a problem. If, if they cannot present, we've had over five years, 100 kids that says, well, I cannot play because I didn't have a user fee, right? If we don't have that data, uh, then it's very difficult to say, well, just wash it out and assume that it's a problem. You know, if, the, if, the, if we don't have that information documented, uh, then I think we ought to, you know, take our time before, because you know why, and I'll say this, I caution myself against the word free. It's a very dangerous word. Uh, when, when we says, oh, we're going to wipe it out, and we're just going to make it free for all kids. Well, it's not free. <laughs> it's not free for all kids. And, and so uh, we need to start, uh, at, you know, as some kind of way, start holding our kids accountable again for being responsible, even if it's $10, even if it's 5 bucks, if it's something, you know, to so say, no, you can't do five. You, you can't do a hundred, but we want you to participate. And you know what I mean? And, and, and make a sacrifice and do that. Start, start back again teaching that. You know, uh, and I'm not, I'm, and please don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, real, I'm an advocate for supporting our kids and making sure that we don't eliminate uh, or exit anyone out because they cannot afford it. But if, if, if we have not had that, that issue, uh, again, I would, I would say let's delay it and give the superintendent and Mr. Roche an opportunity to come back and say, over, over the last three years, we have had 200 kids that says, hey, I just didn't want to participate. But I was at the school at Fitzgerald High almost 15 years. And <laughs> I never heard a kid say they wasn't going to play because of a user fee. You know, the coaches found, they found a way to make it happen. Or if the kid didn't have it, they didn't stop him from playing. He just, you know, went ahead and participated. So um, I played, when I played Fitchburg High School, there were no fees. And so it wasn't free. It, it, the word wasn't even used. Right. It was just part of the curriculum. And uh, they wanted to play football, basketball, baseball, or track, whatever it was, you did. Let's go In sign 1981, up. we passed Prop Two and a Half. Right. And uh, there was no money left. Then they, how are we going to have athletics? And uh, that's when the fees started coming in. Right. You also have kids that, you know, if it's $100, uh, you know what? I'll be number 14 on a 15 on the basketball team. I don't think I'm going to go out. I yeah. don't think, you know. Uh, all the, I mean, you, how many kids are on the football team? Uh, you're only going to use about 30 of them in a game, and there are probably 70 kids out there. Uh, but if they were all paying, you know, and I, I, when I was coaching, it was, well, I'm paying, my kid should play. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, so, I, I, again, I just think it should be part of the curriculum and open to everybody, all of our, anything that we do right. at any of our schools. Mr. Roach. Yeah, just to clarify, too, I think it's an excellent point that Mr. Hughes is making around. We want to make sure people are have a, an investment in what they're doing, 100%. Mm -hmm. I think what we do have for data now is approximately 80 to 100 students' families will, will contribute the user fee um, per season, so fall, winter, spring. Two-thirds have it waived already. So, so the, group, the, the group that is paying currently now would, would be those, you know, theoretically that can pay, so to speak, that might not have the low-income um, designation at, the, at that point. Uh, 
So as I look at it, and I think it's a great point around if there's a way to, to, to gather further information, you know, if there was no user fee, would you be more inclined to participate in an extracurricular of any sort? You know, athletics, music, uh, robotics is a great example of another one we saw today. I think the thing that, that as I see it, and I saw it when I was principal at Fitchburg High, was it's already waived for two-thirds to three-quarters of the students already. It really doesn't fund the athletic program. The athletic budget right now is 103000 in the actual operating budget. And that doesn't include the, the coaches' stipends and, and that type of thing. The revolving fund also is utilized for additional items like new uniforms, helmets, different types of things that are required. You know, every year you have to kind of go on a cycle. I, I look at advocating for eliminating it solely from the perspective of we're doing it to a great degree already. This just makes it more official and eliminates that idea that um, possibly there are those students out there who in their minds just say, you know what, I, like Mr. Stevens mentioned too, I, I might not be a starter. I think I'll just get a job instead. I think we saw from three kids today the power of a team, whether it's a football team, whether it's a robotics team, whether it's the spring musical, those types of teams, you know, I, I would say to, to many of the players that I play, that coached when I coached a sport was not many of us are going to the NFL, but the, but the value of the, of the participation and what we learn from that will catapult you to many opportunities in your life and will help you in many ways in your life. And, and again, as I look at it now, we're doing so much of that already. This is just almost a symbolic measure around that all means all and the opportunities are there. And if there's any obstacle at all, it's removed. And, and again, I respect what you say, Mr. Hughes, always, and, and understand that you're looking for more information about that. And, and it's understandable. I think Mr. Roach really pretty much answered my question. It says two-thirds of them receiving that designation. Two-thirds to three-quarters. So that, that's, that's yep. I mean, that's, that's some yep. And like he data. said, it's the people who, who are currently, so to speak, can afford it. That's who's paying. Good. All right. Thank you. So, and I, so what I'll do is I will come back on December 4th with some more information, and we'll bring this up for a vote. Okay? okay? I appreciate the feedback and discussion on this topic. Thank you. Uh, let's see, Mr. Roach, do you mind reviewing our budget timeline for this year and review our donations and grants? Yep. Thank so you. you should have in your packet, but I have extras if, if not, a proposed FY25 budget calendar. It starts really in December. I might shed a tear at that idea. I'm, I'm joking, <laughs> of course. Um, I'm looking forward to actually getting the, the rates established for the foundation budget. That really drives the, the Fitchburg Public Schools uh, overall budget. So we should have some rate, rate information from the Department of Ed. I, last year it was around mid-December, late December that they set those. And with our foundation enrollment, we should be able to get a good sense of what, what our budget number will be for fiscal year 25. This budget calendar moves through a number of our school, school committee meetings and certainly the resource subcommittee meeting. 
It escalates our voting timeline to the first school committee meeting for approval in May as opposed to the first school committee meeting in June. Two reasons for that would be the governor is in place now, so there won't be as uh, great a need to extend the mass state budget uh, beyond March. It, it was released much later in the spring last year, and where Governor Healy is in place and installed in that position now, we should have numbers much sooner than that. And then also, if approving in May, many towns and communities um, in their town meeting vote the school budget in the first meeting in May. So this put, puts Fitchburg Public Schools in a very competitive place to be able to offer the position to candidates <clears throat> knowing the budget has been approved, just like uh, communities across the state who use that first um, town meeting in, in the month of May. So I see it as, as it helps us competitively in the hiring process to have the, great, the best candidates um, before us be able to actually offer that position and, and have that offer uh, followed up with an actual contract. And secondly, uh, there isn't as great a need to extend out as noted because the governor is in place already. Any questions on the budget timeline? I could, if I could just uh, one comment. Uh, I'd just like to thank Mayor Di Natale for many years that he has always tried to exceed the foundation budget and give us a little bit extra. So, thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, uh, donations. Okay, so there are several donations to consider for, uh, for acceptance, and they should be in your package <coughs> as well. Uh, the first one, which is um, an action item as well, is the approval of donation of 100 prom dresses for the Princess uh, boutique at Fitchwork High School. That is, I uh, want to thank Audi Rivera and the Multicultural Club. They do a great job of making sure that everybody has an opportunity to have access to a very costly um, item like that. And, and the dresses will be given to students for free. And Lunenburg Ledger Newspapers is to thank for, for that donation. In addition, uh, uh, following action item 23-320, uh, is to approve the donation of 130 gently used coats and jackets for students in need, and that donation was made by Fitchburg Board of Health, and Luisa Fernandez um, helps to, to set that up so that families have access to that, particularly during the enrollment process, but really as needed in the community. So those are two donations. I can continue on with the grants if, if you'd like. Um, there's also several, I think there's just, the just one, one yet yeah, one grant to accept and that is the uh, targeted assistance grant and that would be for Long Joe Middle School and McKay Elementary School and that would help them accelerate their progress that they're making um, towards their accountability status and that is a Department of Ed grant in the in the amount of $50,000 um, and stop there if we want to consider prior to the, the policy or move right into that you guys have any questions on those items appreciate the generosity that mm -hmm. yeah no those are great make. donations and then lastly the policy item uh, 5712 the physical restraint policy we discussed this last time there was a couple um, wording changes that we needed to make based on uh, changes in the law uh, so those uh, we went over last time so that's up for a second reading tonight 
Mr. Mayor, back to you. Wish to uh, take up and bundle 23-319 up through and including 23-322. Make a motion. Motion made. Second. Seconded to bundle those items. All in favor? Aye. All opposed? Make a motion to approve. Motion made. Made. Do I hear a second? Second. Motion made and seconded to approve. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed is unanimous. Thank you. Uh, we're now taking up the final item of the appointment of the interim superintendent, Jonathan Thompson, as the permanent superintendent of schools. Uh, Ms. Reynolds, this was your proposal. Yes, would you was. like to speak on this? I, I would. I'm very glad to speak. I'm, uh, I think that we have a, a gym in our, in our current um, interim superintendent because he has, he has vast experience in teaching. Not only the experience, he has the love of teaching and the love of seeing the children learn. But he doesn't only love children, he loves the teachers. And he can work and cooperate with the teachers and with the school committee. And I think we need this so badly in our times. Uh, I know I'm very <coughs> grateful for, uh, for his attention uh, to his job. So I think we have the experience. I think we would save money, and we need to save money if we can uh, to uh, have him be appointed. Uh, should we look elsewhere, interview, uh, anybody that came in would have a learning curve that we can't afford that time when we have an excellent professional ready to go, set to go. At, at least. So I, I, I gladly said let's get going because we have a lot to do here in Fitchburg to educate our children. I'll second that. Was, was that a motion? That. Yes, motion to... Oh, okay. More discussion. Oh, I, love, I can I'll, turn I'll it into motion. I'll second the motion. You can okay. still have discussion. Mm -hmm. Dr. Knight. I am going to insist. I mean, I, I don't disagree with, you know, uh, some of what um, my colleague Rosemary was saying. But for a system such as the one like this here in Fitchburg, I insist that we need to find a superintendent that is a representation of the student body of our school. It's so important, and I think we should not uh, lose this golden opportunity to seek a superintendent that is more a representation of the student body here. We are up to 76% of students of color in the district, and we need a superintendent that is representative of that population. That is what I have to add. Any further discussion? Mr. Walsh. So, um, <clears throat> uh, during the debate that was held for the school committee candidates, at that debate, um, I said that, um, and, and I had the same discussion with Interim Superintendent Thompson um, uh, about this, um, that my feeling is that there should be a search, and it's no reflection at all on Mr. Thompson's qualifications, his experience. All right. Um, and if you please let me finish tonight. Um, but I just think that there should be a, a search. And I, in the search would allow us to open the search up for anybody who might be interested and that we would hire 
qualified candidate. Uh, and I, I appreciate everything that John, Mr. Thompson has been doing. Um, and as I said, it's no reflection at all on his skills or expertise. I just feel that there should be a search and I'll end there. I have uh, seconded the motion and I call for a vote. Have a, have a, just have a comment real quick. More discussion. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, <clears throat> I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of um, the, uh, the appointment. <clears throat> However, I would also uh, ask us to reflect upon the efforts that Mr. Thompson has made in terms of uh, diversifying his staff. Uh, so that says to me uh, that he is making a conscious effort to hear the concerns that uh, the minority community has. And so, um, so I, I would definitely, you know, be in favor of, of, of the appointment. Uh, now, that being said, I, I just want to make sure we're not, we're not just putting on the rushing some, making a, a rush judgment. You know what I mean? Rushing in. I'm very confident that uh, if we did decide to wait, that he would still continue to do a great job in uh, doing it. But if we decide to vote tonight, then either way, I'm, I'm okay with it. So. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. I'd, I'd like to offer my, my input into this. Um, We've always had the issue with the prior superintendent, the issue with the Fitchburg Education Association, <clears throat> either spoken or just implied, uh, was that uh, that individual lacked certain skills, certain experience, I should say, as a classroom teacher, as a principal, and things of that nature, all of which are achieved by Mr. Thompson, who has been a classroom teacher and a principal who just enjoyed a, uh, actually, I, I think I would go so far as to say a glowing uh, assessment of your performance to date and the fact that you get along well with everyone, particularly the, uh, the, the FEA. So um, also my concern would be the timing of this. If we don't do this, then we're looking at a, a job search that's going to really garner very little, few candidates. I mean, at this particular time in the year. Uh, so we're going to have to wait till the spring or the summer, uh, you know, to Why? get any Why not now? appreciable candidates. But I think, I think we have the person right here before us. So let's move forward and take, take this to a vote. I make the motion we move. Question. Okay. Motion made. To appoint interim superintendent Jonathan Thompson as the permanent superintendent of schools. May we have a roll call oh, vote? Yeah, a roll call vote. Okay. Uh, before you move on, this has been a practice here in Fitchburg it's Public really, Schools. It's out of order. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, yes, Mayor Dean Tully. Yes. Mr. Stevens? Yes. Mr. Walsh? No. Mr. Horgan is absent. Mrs. Reynolds? Yes. Dr. Knight? No. 
Mr. Hughes. Yes. We have four yes, two no, and one absent. Motion carries. Motion carries. Congratulations. 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 Let's all get it. Let's all get it. Why not? No, stand up again. Let's try that again. <laughs> so, very awkward when you're in the room <laughs> and people are talking about you. Um, may, may I address the committee, Mayor? Please. Um, you know, Jim, I do respect that, you know, your um, comments around, um, you know, doing a search. Um, I, I respect that. There's no hard feelings against that. I understand what you, where you come from. I look forward um, to working with you I, I, as I superintendent. Completely, completely, um, I, I appreciate that. And Dr. Knight, I will continue to work on diversifying our, our teaching staff and uh, making sure that we do have um, the faculty that do represent our students and look like our students. Um, you know, one of the first moves that I did make um, was um, hiring Dr. Glenda, uh, Dr. Mrs. Glenda Cologne. Sorry, not yet, <laughs> not yet. Right. So, um, not hi, Dr. Cologne. <laughs> and, um, you know, Glenda every day makes sure that the decisions that I make uh, for students are, are, are making sure that we are keeping the, the equity of our students in mind. Um, so, you know, I'm going to make sure I surround myself with, with staff um, that not only represent our students, but are there to, um, you know, support them and make sure that we are doing the best to support them in their education. I could make one more comment. Uh, when we were at the Cape, uh, Dr. Jackson, uh, in the general session, comment, commended Fitchburg for the work they were doing Next from time. Dr. Jackson. So. Motion for adjournment. Second. That's right. No need for executive session. We have a motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. Second. Motion made and seconded. Adjourn. All in favor? Aye. 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 We are adjourned.